What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. This is the Region 1 Sports Report with Brian York and Chris the Guy. Presented by The Rock, Royal Oak Chevrolet Cadillac on Park Avenue in Paducah. On 99.5 The Fan. Region 1 Sports Report, a brand new week. It's a Monday. It is the 12th of August. Brian York, Chris the Guy, and as always, the show presented by The Rock, Royal Oak Chevrolet Cadillac in Paducah. Christopher, welcome to another week. It's, it's, it's already halfway done with August. That's amazing. I feel like we harp on that way too often about how fast time goes, especially when you're following along with various sports seasons. Yes. But it, it you goes know, by. It zooms by. We're already soccer's already started. Golf's already started. You know, we got football in just a couple weeks. It's double edged sometimes because I was watching SummerSlam with my son last night, and he had said something about when we went to the show, and I went, "It was only three months ago," mm-hmm. but it feels like a year ago. Right. But at the same time, when you're in the moment, going, "What is today?" My gosh, the month's already over. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, I did something this morning, by the way. That is a dad thing that I'm not very good at, and I don't enjoy doing, and I really hope I don't have to do it again. Would you have to brush your daughter's hair? No, but I'm awful at that. <laughs> I had to pull a tooth. Ooh. Now, here's the thing. We're going to school. We get to the drop-off, and for some reason today, it's been crystal clear the few days before this, and for some reason today, the traffic is just backed up. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, that's weird. So... He's in the back seat with my daughter, and he's trying to entertain her. And he starts doing that where you go with your finger and your lip. Right. He's got a loose tooth on the bottom. Well, he catches that tooth, Ooh. and it breaks it loose Ooh. enough that he starts bleeding. Ooh. Well, then he starts wigging out, and yeah. he's like opening his mouth, and blood is. <laughs> and I'm gonna stop it. <laughs> so then I call my wife, who's a used to be a dental hygienist. And I'm like, all right, what do I do? Like, is it gonna be okay for today? Like, hey, listen, do we love this thing dangling? Well, but like, do does he just go through the day and it fall? Like, what happens? Because I remember being a kid. I didn't like my teeth being pulled. Right. I, you better let that thing dangle until it until falls it's one out. little thread. And she goes, "You have to pull it." And I'm like, "We are in lot. Like we are. <laughs> oh my god. We're at school. So I, I could just see how stressed out oh, you would I be. I was over like wigging out. So I pull over. I get out of the line and go over to a gravel parking lot. And I pull in the parking lot and I get a napkin out of the out of the uh, glove box and I get him in the front seat and I'm trying to pull it and I'm trying I'm like oh I don't like that it's slipping off the tooth I can't and finally and it just happened I just kind of pulled and didn't mean to and it came out yeah and I went hey I got it and of course he was because it was you know you know that pain sure sure so I dry him off like wipe the blood off of him I had just enough water in an old cup to you know he goes dad I want to drink a water and I went no (laughs) sorry (laughs) there's a drinking fountain inside kid so we pull up and I'm like listen Go inside, go to the water fountain first thing before you go sit down in the gym where you've got to go mm-hmm. and get a drink, kind of wash your mouth a little bit, and then tell your teacher you just pulled your tooth. So right. that way if it starts... Well, he gets out of the car and the assistant principal's walking by and he's like showing him like yeah. instantly. And I'm like, come on. So I'm not a tooth puller. I don't like it. I wigged out. I was actually hoping my wife would go, yeah, keep him out of school for an hour. Come to me. I'll pull it. Right. She was like, nope, you got to do it. 
man up. I'm like, that's not, I can skin a deer. <laughs> you can't pull can, a tooth. I can skin an animal. I can cook an animal on the spot. This is wigging me out. It stressed me out. The first day of school, I went to pick my kids up. And you know, the line is always an issue, like the first week or so of school. Like, they haven't quite figured out the system yet. Well, I'm at, and, and normally take our pick our kids up, even if you are at the end of the line. School gets out at 2.30 by 2.45. You're picked up and moved. What's well, like 2.45 and 30 or 40 cars have left, but nobody has moved. And I'm, I'm like freaking out. I'm like, why is this line not moving? Yeah. I'm like, my back end of my car is like stuck in the road. Can't go. And uh, I, I, was call, I was texting my wife and the auto crept. It was just, it was a bad moment. Not as bad as mine this morning, buddy. No, no, <laughs> I'll give you that. Rough one. I'll give you that. All right. We have state of athletics today that we're going to get back into. Our last one. My alma mater, Marshall County. I love how you you left this one for last. It was not intentional. This is the way it worked out. We went district by district. Let's be honest. Very few things that we do on here are actually intentional. Intentional. Exactly. We went district by district. We tried to start. We tried to, in all honesty, sort of subconsciously, every district we went to, it was the better team of that district overall. Or better, you know, athletic program overall that we kind of waited for last in each district. Right. And that was not intentional. It was more subconscious. Uh, for example, Graves in the third district, Kraken in the second mm-hmm. district, so mm-hmm. and Marshall now in the fourth district. So our final one today, here's sort of the tentative plan. We're going to do Marshall today, and then tomorrow we're going to just talk about the state of athletics across the region. Yeah. And kind of how does that square up with the rest of the state, and what sports do we think we're competitive in, and what sports are we still way off in, and those right. things. Uh, and then on Wednesday and towards the end of the week, we'll start getting into some football previews. That'll be fun. And I'm actually kind of reaching out to some coaches this week about maybe if we can line up some interviews. Uh, we've got also our official, like, I don't even want to call it coaches gear, but I guess essentially that's what it is coming. Yeah, we got some sideline gear. You're right. We're going to look official. We're going to have some sideline gear with our logos on it. So we'll look all official. Like, we're going to be somebody. Which, by the way... We are going to try to, we're going to be doing some tailgating this year. Mm-hmm, definitely. We, we haven't worked out the details yet, but we're going to basically let you guys vote on where we need to go. And we'll give you a game every, you know, a couple of options every week. And you tell us which game we need to be at and we're going to go. So we'll kind of, we're working out the details on that, but we're going to be tailgating. Uh, we got some things already that I'm we're going to. I'm still trying to procure that t-shirt cannon. No, I don't want to be sued. I'm good. I'll shoot it. You don't have to. You would think that the gun nut over here would love shooting the t-shirt cannon. That's the thing. I will love it too much. (laughs) I I know I will love it. Why are you debating that? I will love it too much. I will be. I can't even hold a water gun without like trying to make a mess of things. Yeah. 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 I'm going to. Yeah. I'm going to be the guy going, you see that kid on the rail? Right. Let's see if we can nail him. (laughs) So uh, we got that coming up. We got some things for basketball season we're already starting to think about and plan on. So it's going to be a fun school year. Don't forget, we've got the Cardinals tickets. We'll talk about that some more in a moment. Let's talk about uh, it now. Okay, fine. Let's get right on into it. We've got St. Louis Cardinals tickets September the 14th. That is a Saturday. This is off the top of my head. Uh, They're playing the Brewers. Mm -hmm. And they are fantastic seats, valued at over $200 for the four tickets. And a gas card, a $50 gas card to five-star on top of it. All you have to do is follow us on Twitter, follow us on Facebook, and for an extra entry, retweet that tweet. Let me ask you this. Okay, so obviously that game is going to have serious repercussions when it comes to the playoff race, 
especially the way things are looking right now. Brewers and Cards are within, I, I think, a game of each other. Or it might even be a half game. Um, if As a Cub fan, which of those two teams to you would you rather not face in a long series? Rather not In a five-game series. If you're going to have to face one of them in the divisional series... Because they've changed that, you you can face the team from your division in that series now, I believe. Yes. So if you're if it's going to come down to it, it very well might. Um, well, actually, I guess the Cubs probably aren't going to have a better record than the Dodgers. So they're not. They're not. Gonna, that's not going to happen. But regardless, okay, let's say it's the NLCS. Let's say somehow one of those two teams beats the Dodgers, well, makes the, the NLCS. Right. Who are you more afraid to face? Honestly, mm-hmm. and this is not a slight. I'm more afraid of the Brewers. Yeah. Because I'm more afraid of their offense. Yeah. I think the Cardinals, at the end of the day, probably have the better pitching. Mm-hmm. But I'm more afraid of what the Brewers can do if they get hot. Because here's the thing. Christian Yelich. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, the difference true. maker. You know how often you get in the playoffs and that one guy getting hot can change the series? Mm-hmm. Well, he's like, he's the guy you don't want to face. Right. He's the guy that when he comes up, you got to think, do I walk him? Do I, what do I do with him? I'll so, say I think Christian, I don't think the Cardinals have that guy. I think Goldsmith is can be a hot I don't think the Cardinals have that guy. Right. But I think when you have, you know, three. Let's just say you have three pieces because the thing with the Cardinals lineup is any there's a, a multiple pieces that can be good. Yes, but over the course of the season for various reasons very few of the it's definitely not all clicked at the same time yes i think there's more overall talent in the cardinals batting order when everybody is on compared to the brewers batting order i think christian yelich is the best player on both teams and probably the best player in the nl central at this point in time no doubt yeah and that's what i'm saying i would rather face a team where i'm maybe got to go through a couple of good players Mm -hmm. than one outstanding player all you have to do is not let that player beat you how hard is that, though? It is. I mean, we saw it with the Cardinals last time they played the Red Sox in the World Series, and Big Poppy was hitting everything, and they still wouldn't just freaking walk him and put him on. How many times today, St. Louis Albert Pujols team was at the mentality, and you still True. couldn't get by him? I'm True. telling you, it's or, or Barry Bonds. It's the same thing. And so I, yeah, I think I would rather face the Cardinals only because I just like the way we match up with the Cardinals better. Mm-hmm. And I, again, I don't want to face Christian Yelich. That's so that's fair. That's I fair. think between the two of us, I think you'd rather see the Cubs. And they're probably the they're definitely the better team on the roster. But again, I think for that same reason, yeah, I think the Cubs have more. You know, yeah, you got to get through three or four guys. But let's be honest, the Cubs have more of that, like Javi Baez. Right, he's my favorite player in the game right now, and I never thought I'd say that because mm-hmm. I was not a Javi Baez fan mm-hmm. up until even last year. But he's a guy that to me is an easy out. Yeah, like if you're when you're talking best pitchers versus best hitters, the best pitchers are going to beat him every time. Mm-hmm. That's the thing about the playoffs is you got to face the best right. that each team has to offer, and just I just think of all that division for some reason the Brewers are the most disappointing, but the team that I don't want to face. That's it. That's fair, and I I would agree with you. I would rather match up against the Cubs because I could see the Cardinals Cardinals beating the Cubs more so than I could see the Cardinals right. beating the Brewers. Because again, if the Brewers get hot, you're done. Right. And I mean, that's, and if they make it, they're probably getting hot. If any team gets hot, you're done. Mm-hmm. But I think they're the team because they've had. Look at how good Yelich has been from start to finish the last few years. Right. The Cubs have got guys coming and going. Like one guy gets hot, one guy's. That's what you need to sustain a season. But once you get to the playoffs, you got to have those proven commodities. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Yelich just terrifies me anyway. I just think he's the best. I think right now he's the best hitter in the game. And, and it amazes me too because he just looks like some normal dude off the street. Yeah. I know. Like if you saw him was, in Walmart, you wouldn't think twice. I was watching the Cubs Reds game yesterday, and of course I had to watch the Reds broadcast. Oh boy, some more Brenneman. But here's the thing that was blowing my mind. So Brenneman gets really upset. So the Cubs, and he kind of had a right to, because I actually for a moment was relating to Brenneman. Oh, wow. Because the Cubs are down 
what, three to two at this point? Yeah. You had Castilla out there throwing amazing. He gets to two strikes on Hayward. Hayward beats a ball into the ground that bounces up on the infield, and he legs it out for an infield single. Mm -hmm. There's still two outs. Okay, You got two men on, but you still got two outs, and he's still pitching well. Well, you get uh, uh, Bryant coming up, so they pull Castilla. Lorenzen comes in, gives up a three-run home run. Wow. So I can see how frustrating that is. Was like, and Castillo was only at the 100-pitch mark. Mm-hmm. And it was like, this dude was a ground ball away. You know, if that ground ball is different, he's out of the inning. Right. So I understood the frustration because the, the bullpen for the Reds has been awful the last month. Now, um, the but, bullpen for the Reds has been awful for years but now. But he did that thing. Where, but here's where he, he lost me. Be upset because you're like, come on, we had this game won if we just one more out. Just let him get yeah. one more out. And maybe it changes the whole momentum of this game. So I understand he's upset, but he goes into that like silent mode where he's like not like maybe it's better not to speak right now, and you right. can tell he's mad. Well, then he keeps talking, going on and on and on about how this was a big game for the Reds. So in I, what way? So I look it up, and I'm like, all right, let's say they win the game, it pulls them within three games of 500. I understand that every game because it gives them the series instead yeah. they split. So right. I understand that, but in the playoff picture. There's still six games out of the wild card and seven out of the division. Right. In what world is this a big game for right. the Reds? Like you're you're not. I, don't, I just this was w- a big series sure. for the Reds. I wish the Cardinals could play the Pirates every series. I'll I, tell you that. Well, I hope the Pirates play us the rest of the season. Oh my gosh, that was. Uh, you're watching it. You ever watch a game and you, and it's nothing's going your well, and all of a sudden it's like you know something could happen right here. And then that thing happened. The Cardinals went into the inning down four runs. Actually, I think they might have even been down five, if I'm not mistaken. And all of a sudden, bases are loaded, two outs. Rookie comes up, hits a grand slam, takes the lead. And they hit two batters. One was most likely intentional. Right. Because you know how the Pirates love hitting batters. And they hit two batters to load the bases to cause that to happen. You're like, man, it must be rough rooting for this franchise. Listen, they're one and nine in their last ten. Mm. They're forty eight and sixty nine. Talk about the Pirates. Yeah. There's no way Clint Hurdle's back next year, right? Like, there's just no way. I don't think Clint Hurdle should have been back two years ago. No, I, I think Clint Hurdle is a guy that if you're a fledging, like if you're kind of on the verge of getting right. hot, you hire him. Right. He is not a guy you keep around for six, seven years. He's a guy that if you've been rebuilding and you've got that team You're ready that, to go. Right. Like the, look at what he did with the Rockets. Right. It was the same kind of what and he did with, with the, the Pirates, Pirates when he first got there. There were similar situations, but he quickly well, wears that team out. And I think too, if you give him talent, he can do well. He has no talent right he, now. He definitely has Other than Josh right Bell. Now. Josh Bell's a great player. But there's just no way. That franchise is a joke. And let me be honest. I've never really hated a team. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, right. I know that we Cubs Cardinal fans are supposed to hate. I've never hated another team. Right. I've never hated the Yankees, even if they were good. I never hated. I kind of hate the Pirates. Mm-hmm. Like, and they haven't even done anything to my team. Right. I just watch them and I'm like, they're a joke. That's a joke. It's a joke of a franchise. It's a joke of the franchise. The way they play the game. Well, is a and joke. especially when like, you consider you've got Pittsburgh, which is one of the great North American sports cities. Yeah. You've got. Probably one of the top five ballparks in baseball. When you're having me root for the Reds over you, right? When you're like, I'm going looking right. at that fight, and right? Going, I'm totally on board with the right. Reds here. You're all, you're a joke. All right. What's not a joke is the rest of this show because we got to get serious. We got to talk state of athletics for my alma mater, and I'm saying that over and over again so nobody can accuse <laughs> me of anything. Oh, you're gonna get it in the gas station. My alma mater, Marshall County, on the uh, state of athletics on the way in a little bit on Region One Sports. This last tax season was one for the books with several surprises. 
some of those surprises were not so pleasant because some people or their tax person were not prepared for the changes. Hi, I'm Dean Owen. I'm a CPA and a certified tax professional. That means we're experts in the latest tax strategies and laws to help our clients keep more money for themselves. After all, it is your money. We can probably help you too. Look us up at owncpa.com. That's owncpa.com. Financial solutions you can rely on. Dean Owen, CPA. I'm Larry Housen, branch manager with Hilliard Lines. Wealth management is about improving lives. And for us, that's a passion that goes beyond the work we do. That's why we're proud to be part of Baird, a trusted financial services firm that shares our commitment to giving back to the communities we serve. I invite you to learn more about Baird and what this powerful partnership means for you and Paducah. Hilliard Lions is now a Baird company. Learn more at hilliardtobaird.com. Ah, the taste of summer is back. Slushies have returned to McDonald's in delicious blue raspberry, sweet peach, and fruit punch. And oh, by the way, get your donut sticks before they're gone. What a sweet way to start the day. And your favorite sandwiches are now on sale. Two for $5 quarter pounder with cheese and or Big Macs. All of that and more only at McDonald's. In Paducah, Calvert City, Mayfield, Murray, Draftonville, Benton, and Metropolis. You have a need. Something may be missing in your life and you just can't figure out what it is. You need God. You need the love of Christ, a church family who will encourage you. It's Dustin Campbell, the preacher at the Broadway Church of Christ in Paducah, located at 2855 Broadway. And I would like to invite you to join us on Sunday mornings at 930 for worship. We have Bible classes for all ages following the worship assembly. At Broadway, you will find Bible teaching, loving fellowship, and a group of people striving all after the same prize of heaven. Looking to buy or sell a home? Take your first step by calling A.J. Martin with REMAX Realty Group. A.J. has the negotiation skills, the hustle, and the marketing savvy to ensure that you find your next house quickly and that you sell at top dollar. A.J. understands it's not just a house, but a home where you'll make memories and have those great family moments. Call him today to see your dream home in person or to list your current house. 270-994-2023. Together, we'll get you home. Here comes the pitch. My team at The Rock will assist in getting you behind the wheel of the car or truck of your dreams. A beautiful pitch. That was a great play, just like the deals you can find at RoyalOaksPaducah.com. That's a hit up the middle. You'll score big on the deals at Royal Oaks Chevrolet Cadillac. Check out RoyalOaksPaducah.com. That's a home run from The Rock, Royal Oaks Chevrolet Cadillac, Park Avenue, Paducah. Three to one sports report. Brian York, Chris, the guy. We are uh, getting into the state of athletics here in a minute. But first, Chris, I know you saw the video because you commented on it. <laughs> right. Shannon, the dude, had retweeted that there's a guy being interviewed. Let me set up the situation. So this college student's car gets crushed by a falling tree. Okay? Mm-hmm. It's a new car. Have you retweeted this on our page? So if anybody, I will. Okay. I will. Okay. Right. So it's a brand new car. Well, the guy they interview, the witness, is like. Happy he saw it. Right. And that's like the only way I can describe it. But not in a bad way. He's not being malicious so no. much as he's like, he's like, that was pretty cool. You can almost tell that it's like the best thing he's seen this month. 
You know it's what like, I mean? Like the most entertaining thing he's done right, this month. Right. So it's like the neighbor's house gets struck by lightning. You feel bad for your you neighbor. At the same time, you're like, cool if you get to see it. I saw that. I want to. Pl- I'm going to play the audio. We're going to retweet it. So if you, so you want to see it, it's so good. I want to play the audio and just you. We'll talk about it after you hear it. All, All right, right. Go so for here's it. the audio. Tree was cut down and landed right onto a parked vehicle, totaling it. We're told that car belongs to a Marshall student. You can imagine how upset she had to be when she came outside and saw her car looking like this. Here's a little of what that witness had to say. It sounded like a beer can getting flattened. It just was crunch. It was. I hate to say it, it was kind of cool. You know, I mean, what guy, what, you know, doesn't like, you know, destruction. Yeah, you know, that's why we go to demolition derbies. But hey, you know, bottom line, that's that poor girl's new car and she can't get to school now. So watch the video, because when he says can't get to school now, he is grinning. Like he is like, like, and again, it's not like he's being evil. No. But you can tell he's genuinely happy he got to see it. Oh yeah, and and you also feel like everything he says is like processing through his brain right then. Can I say? So obviously, I just had a recent wreck that I'm still devastated over, and I'm <laughs> right. still getting things back on. Like I don't even remember when it was. I think it was one of the first Chiefs games this year. I was coming back. I had to come back to the station, and I watched a guy who you could tell like this guy's about to have a wreck mm-hmm. like you could just see it it wasn't he wasn't driving sporadic it was just something about the way he's ignoring red lights right like he already blew one and you're like he's totally going to have a wreck he's not paying attention well he gets right at the exit there at Lourdes so he's coming from uh Lourdes basically and he's coming under the overpass or fixing to go under the overpass well the green light hits for the traffic coming off the exit so this car starts to go and you're like this dude's blowing the red light right and i saw it and you could tell instantly nobody was hurt. I kind of slowed down. And then after that, I went, that was pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> Lo and behold, I had a similar situation happen to me. But I totally get where the guy's coming from. But at the same time, I agree. Shannon actually, Shannon, the dude who had tweeted the video, said, I'd love to talk to this guy about anything. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I want to just sit down Book and have it. a conversation. Well, and you know, too, when they're recording this, when the you know TV crew's there and they're doing this, they're like, oh, this is great. And I would almost venture to say there's much more tape that didn't get... Pro- like, we need the deep cuts oh, of this. Oh, yes. Like because normally when they do these these TV things, it's, it's, they air two minutes, yeah. but they record 20. Yeah. I want all 20. I want all 20. Yeah. If they don't release that, that's the biggest mistake that that uh, TV station could make. Like, right now, that is viral Go ahead and go, and here it is. Right. Give us the stuff that we didn't get to see. See, on if air. it was a radio station, they you totally would. You want to talk about would. pumping up your Twitter page yes. and your ratings? Yes, you do that. All right, so we're going to tweet that video out if you want to see. you got to see it. you got to see. you got to see the guy. you got to yes. see the whole aesthetic. And he's right. I do love a demolition derby. Sure. Who doesn't? <laughs> who doesn't want... If you watch something, there's something amazing about when you see chaos, if you will. Like, when you see something that is unexpected and violent... Yeah, it's it's all well, unless it's happening to you, I, right? But if I, it's not happening to you, I fully admit total karma on my end. I yeah. watched a guy have a wreck, and I was like, "Huh." Never once going, "Oh yeah, those that people that hit him, that's that's his fault. That, that messed up their vehicle." Sure, like, sure. So when then I had a wreck, it was like, "Oh man, you should always feel bad about this." Right, like, there right. There should never be an instance where you're like, "I got to see a wreck happen live." You're like, you know, go on YouTube and you watch those videos where people have wrecks. Now I feel horrible. Mm-hmm. You used to laugh at them. Now I'm like, no. Context. Huh. Context is everything. Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll talk state athletics in a minute. First, let's pay some bills. Great sponsors. Of course, our presenting sponsor is the Rock Rulo Chevrolet Cadillac. 
Park Avenue in Paducah, but that also includes... Ivitz Plumbing, A.J. Martin Realty, Ellis Insurance, Baird Financial, Broadway Church of Christ, uh, Dean Owen, McDonald's, Lake Kem Community Federal Credit Union, that all of them? That's it. And we got more coming, too. Got more coming. How about that? I don't know how I'm going to keep year. these all straight in my we're head. We're not. We're going to have to totally do this. I've been saying that since we had like five sponsors, though, and I still somehow manage. <laughs> we are totally going to do this Somehow I manage. In the future. Let's talk State of Athletics. We get back. Region 1 Sports. Region 1 Sports Report. Follow us on Twitter at Region 1 Sports. State of Athletics on the Region 1 Sports Report, our last school that we're kind of reviewing and going over. We're talking Marshall County High School. I'll, okay. You kind of, <laughs> wait a minute. You kind of accused me of this though last week where I always start and things seem kind of negative, and then at the end, I'm even surprised by how good they are in all these sports. Right. Can I just stop for like a moment and admit, yeah, Marshall's really good in a lot of sports. Yeah. Okay. They're two time defending region champs in softball. Right. Their soccer team has been really good the last few years. Their girls' team uh, was runner-up this last year in basketball. And let's be honest, we didn't think we'd get out of that district. It almost seems to me that Marshall is either excellent or not. Or rebuilding. <laughs> there's, not medi- Mar- there's nothing mediocre going on in Marshall as far as their sports are concerned. That's right. Is, that, think, a, is that a fair I assessment? I think you'll see that when you go through it. Yeah. I think I can fully admit as a full-fledged, dyed-in-the-orange Marshall County native growing up, that we expect every sport that we're supposed to be good. Mm-hmm. Now, McCracken's throwing a wrench in that, you know, obviously being in school now, and, and Graves used to be kind of a thorn in our sides because they were that other big school. Well, and I think us, that's but, something else that you've seen, too, you know, and we talked about this with Tillman. Like, pretty much Tillman and Marshall, for the longest times were the two big dogs, if you will, when it came to Region 1 sports. Well, but here's the thing. We expected to win because we had at least two programs, and they're both girls. But the soccer program and the girls' basketball program, if you didn't win the region that year, it was like, oh, this was an awful year. Right, right. You could go undefeated and lose that game and be like, well, this was awful. You know? So I think there was sort of a, you kind of grew up with that mentality of, we win. Right. And that's what we do. And if we don't, that's a horrible thing. But I will say, overall, the outlook of the school... I'm surprised at how many programs are actually thriving because last year we only focused on a few of the negatives. Mm-hmm. Now, a few of those negatives we'll get to in a minute. I think football, it still blows my mind that they've not been better over the last 10 years. Yeah. It blows my now, To be fair, outside of about a decade, Marshall's never been a football school. Mm-hmm. Outside of about, you're talking about mid-90s through about 05, 07 was some good runs. You had the Shelton era. It was really good, and then when they first hired Lawson years ago, they were kind of they kind of got it back and were good again. But outside of about a decade, as far as the overall history of that program, it's never been look out for Marshall. Right. It should be. Should no, be. totally. But it's never been that way. So let's kind of go through this. Let's start with again. Let's start with softball because right now, if you're talking state of athletics, yeah, mm-hmm. I. McCracken should be the team to beat next year. Mm-hmm. And I say that with Marshall winning back-to-back. Right. But Marshall ain't losing a lot. And now you've got – and 
I know they were excited to hire Coach Newton. And I know they were excited because she's young. She came through that program. She won with them as a freshman uh, back, what, 2011, 2010, something like that. I can't remember now. Uh, So she's been a part of that program. You get a young coach in her early 20s, just starting her career, and look at what she's already delivered to that program. Right. So you talk about state of athletics, what's the future hold for you? It's pretty bright. So right now you are crushing it on your softball program. What is it? In, I mean, you look at softball, you look at, you know, obviously soccer historically, you look at uh, basketball, who also had a great year and has great things on the horizon. What is it about female athletes and Marshall that makes them so amazing, especially when you compare them to their well, I, male counterparts? They, they built the program. Like, does that make sense? They it, built the program. They've done a great job of it. <clears throat> I've talked about this at, at nauseum. Look at what the girls' soccer program did. Mm-hmm. It became dominant because they made it a mission to be dominant. They said, all right, here's what we got to do. Here's where we want to be. We're not going to be that if we just play teams around us. So they started playing every team they could from every state around right. that the budget would allow to play up to the competition. And then they started playing to that level and then started dominating the region. Mm-hmm. Girls' basketball, you go back in the 80s when Howard Beth had kind of come onto that program, he coached them like a boys' program because it's all he knew. Right. And this was at a time when girls' basketball was kind of a different thing, right? And so it just and then they went what, like what was that? I can't even remember how long the streak was, but it was they were the regional champions for state champions uh, for state. Well, they were regional champions for like ten years in a row. Oh, that's soccer. That's soccer. No, in basket, oh, yeah, basketball, basketball yeah, too. Yeah. Basketball, yeah. That's what I'm saying. What twenty, thirty something regional titles? I can't even. It's, it's it's unfathomable. Two state titles in the '80s, and just once you do that, now you've established that this is the program mm-hmm. and this is what we expect. And no matter who the coach is, and look at it. Simmons comes along a few years ago and replaces Howard Beth. He wins. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lange comes along and, and, let's be honest, essentially replaces Simmons. <laughs> you kind of take the clap error right. out of it. And he almost wins one and probably has got a team that could do it this year. Right. There's just something about that mentality growing up that you just go, these are the sports. So girls soccer, now softball, mm-hmm. and girls basketball. So right now the lady marshals across the like board. Like the whole board, yeah. I don't know how volleyball is doing, but... Everywhere else is excelling. Well, I'm glad you asked. Let's look at volleyball. Let me find it. Hold on. That's football. That's basketball. That's. Did I even pull volleyball? Yeah, they're uh, they are. Yeah, and and again, uh, they'll have a new coach, obviously. But uh, sure. Forgot about last that. Year they went 16 and 16, and they've been good in the past. Mm-hmm. I remember I was still kind of covering them when they had hired Presswood, who had been at CFS and had been obviously dominant there, and he kind of had things going in a pretty good direction. You know, because Lange was their volleyball yes, coach. Lange he has stepped down mm-hmm. from that part of his job to concentrate solely on basketball this year. So we'll see what happens. It is Kinder. Laura Kinder. That's the new coach? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you know, they probably will be good. Mm-hmm. They're going to be good. They're going to be top five. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, you're right. Across the board. And, you know, and even girls soccer. Let me. There it is. So they weren't dominant last year, but they were second in the region. Mm-hmm. And they... Uh, they did win the regional tournament. You know, it's funny, and when you get this, you know, we looked at how disappointing the McCracken softball season was this year. And the reason it was disappointing is because of the expectations of being so high. Like, once you get to that level of expecting to win and you don't, it's going to be disappointing. Yeah. And I think they've reached almost that across the board on girls' sports, yet 
they're still doing like you talked about Cirque Girls Soccer is in second place that's sort of disappointing record wise record wise even though they're still yeah, but, a top team but check this out you go back to 2016 they didn't get out of the district which mm-hmm. is like a what happened right they were young number one but look at the, they're playing Evansville you know Memorial mm-hmm. Castle Indiana like a lot of these losses are coming to teams that aren't around here like they're, they're real teams real programs they're a young program challenging themselves and then what happens immediately the next year Regional champion right. from not winning the not even getting to the regional tournament. Right. To regional champion. What did they do last year? Regional champion back to back. So yeah, state of athletics for Marshall County, girls athletics is off the charts. Best in the region. Overall, I don't think you could argue. Overall, yes. Yeah, I mean, you look at the whole board. Yes. I don't think you could argue another one is. Nobody close. is as as successful across the board mm-hmm. as the Lady Marshals are pretty much across the board. Um. So yeah. It's pretty good in that area. Some areas that maybe are a little lacking. So let me get rid of the uh, the tabs here that I don't need anymore. Um, well, even flip it over. Boys soccer's been pretty good. Mm-hmm. You know, last year they were nineteen and four, lost in the uh, first region championship to Callaway, which they're one of the teams. I think them and Graves are really expected to be sort of the right. one of the favorites to win it this year. So, boys, soccer's been pretty good, and it has been for a long time, too. Mm-hmm. Soccer at Marshall County has always been a, we expect more. You know, like we expect, whatever we did, we expect more. Right. When the region, we expected to go to state, you know, mm-hmm. go all the way to state. You went, you know, so that's been pretty good. Baseball, and we'll get into basketball and football in a little bit, but baseball last year, you know, you're talking a team that ended up with 34 wins. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. the only negative to their season, and I think they even probably see that the same way, they never competed against McCracken or Tillman. Right. They couldn't even hang with them. They dominated everybody else. They were great against just about anybody else. But man, I think their closest game, they lost 6-3 to Tillman, 7-1 to Tillman. McCracken beat them 13-1 to end their season. McCracken beat them 10-1 before that. They just could not play. Well, I think when you teams. look at baseball this year, though, there was Paducah, Tillman, and McCracken. And then there was everybody else. Like there was nobody close to the level well, I, that I they were at this year. As far as expected year. to win the region. Yeah. There was definitely good teams. I think there was you, good teams, but they were the two great teams. But you go back, I mean, Marshall's baseball program the last couple of years has been right there. I mean, mm-hmm. they were 34 wins two years in a row. Right. So, again, those are the sports right now that they're really thriving at. Mm-hmm. Really thriving at. Now, basketball and football. That's what we got coming up on Region 1 Sports. Here comes the pitch. My team at The Rock will assist in getting you behind the wheel of the car or truck of your dreams. A beautiful pitch. That was a great play, just like the deals you can find at RoyalOaksPaducah.com. That's a hit up the middle. You'll score big on the deals at Royal Oaks Chevrolet Cadillac. Check out RoyalOaksPaducah.com. That's a home run from The Rock, Royal Oaks Chevrolet Cadillac, Park Avenue, Paducah. I'm Larry House, and branch manager with Hilliard Lines. Wealth management is about improving lives, and for us, that's a passion that goes beyond the work we do. That's why we're proud to be part of Baird, a trusted financial services firm that shares our commitment to giving back to the communities we serve. I invite you to learn more about Baird and what this powerful partnership means for you and Paducah. Hilliard Lions is now a Baird company. Learn more at HilliardToBaird.com. Ah, the taste of summer is back. Slushies have returned to McDonald's in delicious blue raspberry, sweet peach, and fruit punch. And oh, by the way, get your donut sticks before they're gone. What a sweet way to start the day. And your favorite sandwiches are now on sale. Two for $5 quarter pounder with cheese and or Big Macs. 
All of that and more only at McDonald's. In Paducah, Calvert City, Mayfield, Murray, Draftmanville, Benton, and Metropolis. You have a need. Something may be missing in your life and you just can't figure out what it is. You need God. You need the love of Christ, a church family who will encourage you. It's Dustin Campbell, the preacher at the Broadway Church of Christ in Paducah, located at 2855 Broadway. And I would like to invite you to join us on Sunday mornings at 930 for worship. We have Bible classes for all ages following the worship assembly. At Broadway, you will find Bible teaching, loving fellowship, and a group of people striving all after the same prize of heaven. Looking to buy or sell a home? Take your first step by calling A.J. Martin with REMAX Realty Group. A.J. has the negotiation skills, the hustle, and the marketing savvy to ensure that you find your next house quickly and that you sell at top dollar. A.J. understands it's not just a house, but a home where you'll make memories and have those great family moments. Call him today to see your dream home in person or to list your current house, 270-994-2023. Together, we'll get you home. Your schools, your report, the Region 1 Sports Report. Region 1 Sports, our final segment, talking state of athletics for Marshall County. Overall, I, listen, I kept saying I was, it was my alma mater because I don't want people accusing me of being too harsh on Marshall because I can be too harsh on Marshall. Mm-hmm. I live ex- there. Well, here's I the thing. I it every day. You're just like everybody else in Marshall. It's true. That you expect excellence. And I'm kind of a Graves County homer But you're right also now. just like everyone. <laughs> I don't know if I should say you're also just like everybody else in Marshall in this vein. Yeah. Is that, but I'm sure if the roles were reversed, let's say you did you know, Marshall sports, Marshall sports right. instead of grave sports. You're also very defensive of yes, of Marshall graves. County. Right. I'm, I'm more defensive of graves because I'm like, Hey, wait, Whoa. Well, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Your perspective is different. Right. Like I'm, I'm in a different seat. I'm closer to those people. I'm closer to the players. I'm closer to the coaches. So therefore I'm going to get a little more defensive, but, but you're right. But well, Marshall listen, County can be very defensive. When I worked, about in, the, when I worked in the media there, I was a Homer. I yeah. was, I cheered for them. I rooted for them. I got upset when people were knocking us. You know, and I felt like I was them. Right. Right. So that leads to another discussion I want to get into. We might not get into it today, but there's still this war on Twitter of journalists telling broadcasters they can't root for teams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's stupid. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm done with that, but I want to get, we might save that for tomorrow because it just, it riles me up because I'm like, wait a minute, I get paid to, to do this for this team. Right. I get to cheer them. Right, like that's anyway. We'll get into that tomorrow. That's a that's a nice little uh, a, little tease there. <laughs> so, um, well, and but it, but that goes back to we can get mad all we want at Brenneman for being a homer for the Reds, but he gets to be a homer for the right. Reds. That's right, that's his job. Save that the rest of that for tomorrow. All right. So, state of athletics for Marshall. Here's where things kind of go. I still don't get it. Football program. I, I think Coach Merrick's a nice guy. I've never met him personally. I know a few people that that know him, and they're like great guy, family. Mm-hmm. You know, the whole nine yards. But for some reason, that program has just never taken off. And you go back, what was it? I kind of looked this up the other day. I'm just going to go back four years. I mean, you know, four years ago, two wins. Right? They had three wins last year. That's unacceptable. You go back 2012. One, two, three, four, five wins. Now, that was Bernard's last season. Mm-hmm. So they had five wins that season. And, and you know, I know a lot of... Uh, Maybe all the good that he had done there got tainted, but 
they've just it's been eons since they have been consistently good. Mm-hmm. Like one really decent year in the last, well, since probably 2007. So I'm actually wow. going back because I think 07 was about the last year. Maybe in 06. Yeah, 07. It was Scott Shelton's first year, and they won one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine games. And they haven't won that many since. I don't think they've won that many since. I'm going to have to go like team by team. But let's just assume that was one of the last good years. Mm-hmm. That's 13 years. Yeah. And my point is, it's not that can you do that one year. It's can you win six to eight games a year. Mm-hmm. And I think it's harder the, the higher the level you go. And they're now, you know, they're playing at what, five, 6A? Mm-hmm. And so I get that. It's harder uh, to win. It's harder to get consistent. It's harder to build momentum when you're, because you're always playing to competition that's at least the size of you, if not better. Well, but if you look at, I mean, they're going to compare, you're going to compare the three big schools in the region. You're going to p- compare McCracken, Marshall, and uh, Graves. And if you look at McCracken or you look at Graves, a bad year there is a five win year. Right. And like that's their bottom. Right. I'm but going through that's not the bottom. Marshall's is a two or three win year is their bottom. They have not had a winning season. We're talking six wins since two thousand let me make sure just one more time. Two thousand eleven, they went six and five. That's the last time they had a winning wow. season. And I'm not putting that all on Coach Merrick. I'm not putting that all on. Obviously, he inherited a situation that had definitely dwindled right, down. Right. But I, I just can't figure it out because when I was coming through, that's that was the heyday of Marshall football. Mm-hmm. When I was coming through, even little league, that was a booming sport for that high school. And I just can't. And I get it. You're on a level. You need to be looking at Graves County and going, we should at least be matching what they're doing. Right. And Graves County has been better in every way mm-hmm. in football. So. It's hard to win when you're talking that level of football. I totally get that. But if you're looking at one sort of like, I just can't put my finger well, on why it, this is not going better. And, and I, here's what I mean. Going better, I expect Marshall County year to year to be five to seven wins. And that's what I was going to say. We talked to when, when we went through all the small schools. Right. We talked about, you know, how when you're there's a lot of intangibles working against you when you're coaching at a small school and you're trying to build a small school program and you have to look at, okay, how do we get this team to be competitive, you know, once or twice a decade? Right. Well, and, and you and, I, and if you're a small school, you expect that. The problem is we're not even seeing that once or twice a decade right now right. out of this program. I agree. And you look at, like, this past season. So last season, Grace County whooped them. Christian County, keep in mind, Christian County last year was only a one, two, three, four win team. Mm-hmm. And Christian County, now Christian County on average is going to be better than them. Right. Christian County whooped them. Like, they won three of their first four games, but after that, the schedule got tough. And when it got tough, they didn't even play close games. Mm-hmm. And so, I'm, again, I'm not saying that it's all like, I'm saying the expectation at Marshall County, considering that they are at the, the level size school that they are. My expectation is five to seven wins. Mm-hmm. Five sort of the where we should be on average. Seven would be a right. great year because you're playing now. You're playing six A football this season. You're talking McCracken, Davies County, Henderson. Those aren't easy. Mm-hmm. Graves County at the end of the year. I don't know much about Harrison County. You've got a few winnable games at the start, but let's be honest. You're looking at a season where it easily could be just a two or three win season again, right? If you don't get together and get going. So I don't know. To me, that's just the one program. 
And I know sometimes school size can hurt you. Mm-hmm. And I sure, think that program sure. school size hurts them. But I think when you're running good, you don't have to win, be a winning team every year, but five to seven. Eight would be an amazing well, year. Well, and, and that's year. what we said. Even if you're going to take this from a small school mentality, maybe in football right. they should take it. But it has more of a cyclical. It has right? To come exactly. Back exactly. Yeah, I get your point. All right, last one, real quick. Basketball. We know that they and I've harped on them last year. They should have been way better. Everybody looks at it and goes, "But wait till they get Zion." Last year's team was 13 and 19. They never anticipated to have Zion last year, even after the appeals. That was a late summer transfer. That was a. Could have been a bonus last year. It was not. I still they, think that the distraction of that I may have not. affected them. We've, we've talked about that last year. You don't think it did. I think it may have affected I think last them. year was a big letdown for them. They had a lot more talent than 13 and 9. Now, mm-hmm. granted, one thing I will concede you, they also played a lot of games against teams because they thought they would have Zion. True. So a lot of those losses added up for that reason. Here's what I think. They were 13 and 19. I think realistically, you could have been maybe around the 15 win mark. Mm-hmm. Maybe you had, because they had some letdowns in the region that were kind of like, man, they should have beat them. Right. So, yeah, Graves was better last year. Yeah, McCracken was better last year. But Mayfield. They, Mayfield was better. So you had some teams you had to overcome. But at the same time, I don't think Tillman was all that much better, and they lost twice. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think, you know, they, they kind of played close to Callaway a few times. So, again, I think overall they look back and they go, okay, we had some losses we shouldn't have had. We took some lumps. But here's the thing. You're talking state of athletics in the future. Take Zion out of it. Mm-hmm. I think they're a better team this year anyway. And that's just not because the region's down. I think Marshall, even without Zion this year, when you look at the roster, you look at the tough teams that they played last year, I think they're going to be way better than people anticipate. With Zion? Regional championship quality. Absolutely. So State of Athletics right now, kind of good as far as the outlook. Last year, and maybe if they schedule differently, maybe they are. 15, well, and I think you're 15. looking, too, you're looking at the difference between, you know, if you're going to say there's two sports we're going to be a little negative on today, obviously it's going to be football and basketball. But if you look at the outlook for basketball, it's sky high to where you're looking at football and you're like, well, if they have a 500 season, that's a success. Oh, yeah, and that's one of the best seasons they've had in a decade. Right. Right. For basketball, it's you ex- again, with basketball, even in boys' basketball, they expect to at least be in the top of the region. Mm-hmm. And it's a basketball school, I would say, too. Yes. I think so, as far as where the most passion is. Mm-hmm. But I think that's true with Graves. Mm-hmm. I think that's true with, let's be honest, I think it's true with McCracken. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So, all right, that's Marshall County. We run a little long today, but you know what? Was I not more positive than you expected? I think you were fine. I think I think the football team is a head-scratcher for me. I think the size of the school hurts them, mm-hmm. actually. And I think the basketball team, maybe, and you know what? I'm changing my mind in the moment. Maybe they deserve that record last year because the schedule they played true but i still think they're going to be better even without zion this year and they're going to have him so and that's good and they're going to be the story to watch yes this year yeah oh yeah they're going to be at least the most fascinating story mm-hmm. whether you are rooting for them or not well there's going to be people on. on both sides there's going to be plenty of people right. who want to watch them fail but are going to be following along for that same reason and you're going to be following all right right we'll be following them We'll get back tomorrow. We'll talk about the entire region and the outlook, and we'll get football preview started this week. This has been Region 1 Sports. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.